Welcome to the OCC Podcast. Whether you're listening to this at home, on the road, at work, or in the gym, we're so glad you decided to join us as we study God's Word together. We hope and pray that through this ministry, you will grow in your relationship with God as well as become a chair for disciple maker. But for now, sit back and let us help you see how the Bible applies to your life today. Uh, man, that is a quick turnaround. All right. Hey, weren't you just using a different mic a minute ago? <laughs> I, I was. Yeah. Are you the same guy? Uh, uh, no. Totally different. <laughs> it's different. Uh, all right. Uh, hello, everybody. Good to see you guys again. Um, my name is Brenton. I'm the worship pastor here. Uh, I have some really bad news to start off today. Uh, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, um, but it falls on me to let you guys know um, that today is actually um, the, the, the final Wesley and Brenton ruin. That was, that was a little dramatic. That was a little dramatic. The last one for this year. Uh, this, is, this is the last time that you guys will be able to see us together until until next year <laughs> oh, i don't know if we're going to top that all right let's just close in prayer <laughs> next time i forget my line i'm totally saying it. It, it has been a blast but as with all things oh that was good good job Oh, let's just move on. <laughs> yeah, move yeah. On. Keep going. Yeah, I do hope you guys have some plans today so that we're not just the finale to your year. Yes, but I think there are, you know, this is a good way to end the year. So yeah. I, I, I mean, think it's a good way to yeah, end Yeah, I mean, there, there is worse ways, I guess, that we could end the year for sure. Yeah. And I mean, that's part of the reason why we do this service. I really do enjoy when we have a chance to all be in here together. And, and? I do enjoy being up here with you. Oh, thanks, Wes. <laughs> well, since it is New Year's, I got to know, Yeah, do you do New Year's resolutions? I actually don't do New Year's resolutions, uh, like the, the concrete ones of like, I'm going to do this for a year, because I never keep them. I kind of have goals in mind, but I don't really do like set in stone, write it down, this is what I'm, you know, I don't, I don't really do that. So do you think we shouldn't do them? No, I think if you guys want to, you know, set New Year's resolutions, that's fine. Yeah. All right. Well, then I will make a resolution for you. No. No, that's, that's not what I meant. I meant people can do them for themselves. Yeah, but I want to make one for you. And I know you have some availability as your resolution slot hasn't been filled yet. Yeah, that's not how this works. Like, you're, you're not going to set a resolution for me. You look like a guy who could drink more water. <laughs> you, you can, again, you can make that your own New Year's resolution. I mean, look at your skin. So dry. Look at, what's with your skin? <laughs> Anger. Sounds like dehydration. <laughs> yeah, this is coming from a guy who doesn't even like the taste of water. <laughs> That's, uh, it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> he, he says it tastes like the inside of his mouth. <laughs> it, uh, it does, yeah. Mmm, yum. Yeah, enjoy, Just, enjoy yeah, your water. Enjoy your water <laughs> from now on. <laughs> anyway, are we going somewhere with all of this? Yes. We need to talk about your health. No. This is Wesley and Brenton Ruin. We're supposed to ruin a children's story based on the biblical narrative. Remember? So what are we going to ruin today? We are going to ruin the story of Naomi. Naomi. Like Ruth's mother-in-law. Yes, that Naomi. Do you know any other Naomi's in the Bible? No. And, but you want to talk about Naomi for New Year's? 
I sure do, my dehydrated friend. <laughs> See, but we, we can't ruin the story of Naomi because, I mean, it was already kind of ruined. She had a rough go as it was. So let's, why don't we just, why don't we give her a break and let's, you know, what else can we ruin? Well, I wanted to ruin some of your bad habits, but you got a little sensitive about that. So I choose Naomi. All right. And yes, she does have a rough go, but we'll see that she kind of gets a fresh start. But like many of us, that fresh start may not be as fresh as it seems. Okay. I I can get on board with that. All right. So where do we start? Air guitar? Air guitar. It's Wesley and Brenton, Ruin, Chose Battle Stories. (laughs) You guys are playing the bass. Mine was very big. Yours was, yeah. (laughs) Should have got a string out there. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Yeah, we should have stretched first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get some get yeah. our hip flexors opened up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to be reading out of the story or the book of Ruth today. So if you'd like to follow along in, in your Bible, you can open to Ruth. If you're not familiar, it is early on in the Bible, right after Joshua and Judges. So it's kind of in the left-hand side of your Bible there if you would like to follow along. And we're going to start right away in chapter 1, verse 1. And, and as always, if you guys do not have your Bibles with us, it'll be on our Sky Bible behind us. And I think it's also in your notes. So. That's right. All right, here we go. So starting in verse 1. In the days when the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land. And a man of Bethlehem in Judah went to sojourn in the country of Moab. He and his wife and his two sons. The name of the man was Elimelech. And the name of his wife, the, excuse me, and the name of his wife, Naomi. And the names of his two sons were Malon and Kilion. They were Ephrathites from Bethlehem in Judah. They went into the country of Moab and remained there. But Elimelech, the husband of Naomi, died. Mm. And she was left with her two sons. These took Moabite wives. The name of one was Orpah and the name of the other, Ruth. They lived there about 10 years, and both Malon and Kilion died, so that the woman was left with her two sons, or without her two sons and her husband. Yeah, great story. Way to start off 2024 Mm-mm. with a downer. <laughs> for great, sure. For great sure. job. I for just want to sure. remind everybody, I didn't pick this story. <laughs> you can blame... Oh. Hold on here. Hold on. I do have good reason. Okay. There is application here. So l- l- why don't we start? Why don't you give them a little bit of the backstory? Okay. So a little backstory here. Uh, last time we were all together, Wesley ruined superheroes for all of us, especially Batman for me. And now he's also trying to ruin your 2024. <laughs> Calm yourself. All right. We are in this together. It's not just, it's not just about me. Okay. And besides that, that's not what I meant. I meant... This story, the story of Naomi. Okay, okay. Yeah, I can do that. Okay, so Ruth takes place in the time of the judges. And and, uh, the time of the judges was like the Wild West. There was no rules. And in fact, if we look at the last verse in the book of Judges, which is the book right before this, it reads this. In those days, there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. Right, so we're starting off today with our family from Bethlehem. Bethlehem. Beth- Bethlehem. Why does that sound so familiar? Well, maybe because it's a place where somebody really important was born. <clears throat> Do we like dedicate like songs and like joyful festivities to celebrating? Yeah, and it's a pivotal point in history, one that in our entire system of historical time and calendar is based off of. 
Oh, you mean Christmas? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, okay. Christmas. Okay. Yeah, I'm that Bethlehem. Now. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm the on one that now. the one that Jesus was born in. The town Jesus was born. However, this is taking place in the Judges, which is years and years before. Okay, so Jesus. we have the when. Yes, centuries and centuries before Jesus. And the where? We are in Moab, mm-hmm. and then tragedy strikes. Okay, so why don't you explain to them? The who of the story. All right. So as we said, we're going to be following Naomi today. That's Mm -hmm. who we're going to be focusing on. And we find her in a tough spot. So her and her family are going to sojourn in Moab, which means they're going to stay there temporarily. However, we find out that they end up staying there for 10 years. Yeah. And a lot happens during their stay, as you guys are going to see. But we quickly learn that they were traveling there because there was a famine in the land and the grain for bread was scarce. I messed that up last time too. <laughs> grain for bread. Try it. It's hard. Yeah, grain yeah. for bread was scarce. Yeah. yeah. Grain was grain was sourced whether there was bread or not. Yeah. And this wasn't actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this actually wasn't Naomi's choice. This mm. was her husband's choice. Yes. And his name is Elimelech. Elimelech? Elimelech. 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 In the city, the tiny city, there was no bread to buy. In the city, the tiny city, there was no bread to buy. In Bethlehem. Yes. <laughs> oh, we're, tour, tour dates are gonna go out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, and I and I am pleased to announce that when you guys leave here today, we will be charging you admission for that grand performance. <laughs> so, besides getting you guys to try to buy our new Old Testament worship album, hits from the Old Testament. Um, where does all of this fit in with New Year's? Well, Naomi and Elimelech. Elimelech, 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 Elimelech. Stop. Sorry. All right. Yeah. So we see that Naomi and Elimelech are leaving their home in such a rough time, but they're on this new journey. They're kind of, they're getting a fresh start. So kind of like how we describe each new year, because January is a fresh start. For all of us. Yes, yes. Bringing it together. Yes. Yes. So, and that fresh start for us, if you didn't know, is tonight at midnight. So how about we play a little game to see how well you all know some of our American New Year's traditions. Most of them are American. One of them's not. Yeah. Yeah, one of them's not. There's a church one in there. I'm American and I say it. So, (laughs) it's America. Fair fair enough. All right. All right. So here's what we're going to do. You're going to see some trivia up, up there. Uh, you guys don't have to run around. You guys don't have to raise your hand or anything like that. But here's what we're going to do. Um, you guys need to pick your answer. There's going to be four answers. You're going to pick your answer. And if you got it right, you're going to raise your hand to rub it in the faces of everybody around you who didn't get it right. Okay? Because we celebrate unsportsmanlike conduct. Okay? Do it gracefully. Like, do this. Yeah. Like, raise your hand like, yeah. I did it. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Anyway, here we go. First question. When did the New Year's Eve first ball drop in Times Square? Ready? And go. Hey. All right, rub it in their faces. Hey, yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. How large is the Times Square New Year's Eve ball in diameter? Okay. Got it? And 
Nicely done. Yeah. There's a lot of like straight elbows. There's yeah. no like, like People I just... got that. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. <laughs> That's all like basketball fan. I'm just going to leave it up. I'm going to leave it up. All right. What is the most common New Year's resolution? Okay. Now, this is kind of tricky. I will say that. It's a little tricky. Ready? Show me the answer. People still, oh, that was a big, I heard a big sigh. Mm. Is anybody still undefeated right now? Three for three? There you go. Mm. Naturally. All right. What newspaper sponsored the first ever New Year's Eve party? One of them is kind of obvious. Yeah. One of these things is not like the other. All right, here we go. Show me. Oh, a lot of ones went up down. Okay. What treat do the Dutch traditionally eat on New Year's? Now, this is not technically American, but, but, American. I, but I'm American, and my wife is Dutch, and we celebrate this all the time. So, show me the answer. Holy, anybody know how to say that? Holy ballin'. Holy ballin'. It is like a Dutch donut, and it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, I'll, I'll explain it later. Um, what does all lane sing, sign? All late, all lane sign. How do you, first off, how do you say it? <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. What does that mean? Okay. Give you a couple seconds. There you go. That, that, was, that was a very small percentage. Who got it right? Show, show me who got it right. Okay. All right. Is this the last one? Oh, no. Uh, two more. What inhabited place is the last place to welcome the new year because of the time change and stuff like that? Watermelon. Ready? Show it. There we go. I thought it was going to be Russia, personally. All right. What is the best pastoral duo at OCC? You guys can pick any answer you want. This is a free answer. I'm not forcing your hand at all. Show me the answer. Hey. There we go. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Good job. I actually would have to say I didn't know most of those uh, other than I knew them because we prepped them. Yes. But last service when we did this, I actually forgot the answers to one of them. That's how badly I did. However, I do kind of fall into the camp of like this feeling like uh, a new leaf, a fresh start. And so that's what we're picking up in our story today. So we have Naomi and Limelech, they're leading their family to Moab, and they're getting this fresh start. And I have to say, I do got to give Elimelech a little credit here, because he's just trying to take care of his family. Yeah, I'm sure the intentions of Elimelech were very good. Elimelech, Elimelech, Elimelech. Okay. Stop. Stop. I want you to sing that part, though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that credit is going to stop pretty quickly because he's actually disobeying God. God tells the Israelites not to align themselves with the Moabites, and yet that's exactly what Elimelech does. And even both his sons take Moabite women to be their wives. Yeah, and that brings us to our first resolution point, prioritize obedience. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I mean, with the crowd, you know, mixed ages and, and whatnot, is there a way that we can kind of take that off the top shelf and maybe go... Mm. Go a little oh, lower. Maybe a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Just for the for the for the, for the audience. How about make obeying God 
the first thing we need to do, uh, I mean, I still think, let's okay. go a little, one shelf down. Okay, God's quality. So uh, God is number one. Uh, I mean. How do you shorten God is number one? God. Nailed it. Yeah. Right. Good job. All right. I like it. Yes. Yeah. You might remember when Jesus was on this earth, he gave us this command in Matthew 22. And he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great first commandment. So Jesus is telling all of us here, kids, youth, adults, everybody in between, that we are to put God first and foremost. And that means listening to God when he, when he speaks to us and the way scripture leads us, because as God says in his word, all things are for our good and his glory. Yeah, and that's really what Elimelech did Elimelech, wrong. Elimelech, Elimelech. Stop, stop it, stop it, sorry. Okay. He stopped trusting in God and took it upon himself to provide and protect for his family. And that's when things go bad. Elimelech dies, both his sons get married to Moabite women, and then they die, and Naomi is left to take care of herself and her two daughter-in-laws. Yeah, I mean, Elimelech's disobedience, whether directly or indirectly, does lead to these women's suffering. And on top of that, we know that actions have consequences. And in the very least, Elimelech's actions cause him and his two sons to die separated from God's people and God's presence. Yeah. And so for us, we need to learn to trust in God and lean into God more and more when things get tough, not move away from him and trust in ourselves. Yeah, so over the next year, maybe some of us need to stop taking things into our own hands and allow God and trust in God to lead us and protect us and provide for us. We need to prioritize God and trust that his ways are greater than our ways. Yeah. I struggle with that so much. I don't know about you guys, but I struggle with that because it's so easy for me to go, God, you're taking too long. Like this, like I'm in a famine right now, whatever that looks like in my life. And God, you're just taking too long. So I, I'm going to have to bootstrap up and get this done myself. You know, I'm have to do it in my own power, my yeah. own strength. Yeah. I mean, I hear you. I'm with you on that. I am super guilty of that. So how about this? This year we make it a priority to pray. We need to study, be in the scripture, listen to God's guiding and put his ways first in all things. Yeah. That sounds like a pretty good resolution, I think. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and continue on. We're going to continue on where we left off in verse six, if you're following along. Then Naomi arose with her daughters-in-law to return from the country of Moab. For she had heard in the fields of Moab that the Lord had visited his people and given them food. So she set out from the place where she was with her two daughters-in-law, and they went on the way to return to the land of Judah. Okay, so here is our second point, if you're paying attention in your notes. No matter where you are, it is never too late to turn to God. Okay, Naomi had lost almost everything and she's been disconnected from her people for nearly 10 years. Any comfort or relationship that she might've had uh, in Bethlehem is most likely gone, but she still knew that the best thing for her was to turn back to where God was leading her. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it, you are never too far from God. God wants to have a relationship with us. And I think sometimes we can be walking down a path and we've been going down that path for so long or we feel like we're so far down that path that, that there's no turning back. Or maybe too much time has passed. Maybe too much time has passed since, since um, um, we've, we've communed with God, since we've, we've prayed with God, since we have been um, reading our Bible or, or following uh, the devotion that we're on, that we just feel like we just have to catch up. And then just the thought of starting again just becomes so overwhelming that oftentimes what happens is we just end up doing nothing at all. Yeah. 
Yeah, but hear me on this. You guys can start small. Wherever you are, start small. Maybe this year, maybe if, if you're not, you know, you're, you're not one of those who regularly prays. Maybe you go, okay, I'm going to pray once a week for a month. And then when that becomes a habit, I'm going to pray once every other day for another month or even two months. Okay. Or maybe, you know, you're not a person that just reads their Bible every day and you're like, I, I, you know, I don't want to try to read all of the King James Bible in two months. I'm not going to do that. But what you can do is open the Bible app and, and listen to a devotion every day uh, or, or once a week or things like that. Don't feel like you have to do it all right away. Start where you can and do what you can. Yeah, you don't need to be overwhelmed or ashamed for where you're at. Actually, knowing that you're at a place you need to turn back is a great place to be. And, and like you said, Brenton, just start small. Just do what you can. Remember that God actually desires for us to have a relationship with him, for us to know him, not just follow a bunch of lists and rules. <clears throat> so start small, just do what you can, and then give yourself a little bit of grace. Yeah, amen. All right, I'm going to read next. This is now in verse 8. But Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law, go return each of you to her mother's house. May the Lord deal kindly with you as you have dealt with the dead and with me. The Lord grant you that you may find rest, each of you in the house of her husband. Then she kissed them and they lifted up their voices and wept. So Naomi here is telling her daughters that if they stay with her, it's not gonna work out well for them. So you know what they should really do? The, the best thing for them, according to Naomi, is to just go back to where you came and, and, and go back to your people and just start again. And so she's trying to give them this new chance, trying to give them a new start on life, kind of like a New Year's resolution. <laughs> I see what you did there. Thank you. But again, she does this all wrong, right? Because her priorities are still out of whack, just like her husband, Elimelech. Elimelech, 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 Elimelech. Oh, sorry. Okay. Naomi has hoped that Yahweh will provide for Oprah, Orpah, and Ruth. Thank you for those paying attention. But acts like the path for her is already set because God has turned against her. Because look at what she says just a few verses later. It says, for it is exceedingly bitter to me for your sake that the hand of the Lord has gone out against me. You see, she doesn't seem to think that God can redeem her in her current situation. Like God, for sure, God can help Orpah and Ruth and God can provide for them. But for, for me, if I'm speaking as Naomi, but for me, no, God can't do that. I'm just too far gone. Yeah, which is totally wrong. No one is ever unredeemable. And that's why this story is so cool because we see that God redeems Naomi through the story Dude. of Ruth. Spoilers. <laughs> I mean, James did just preach on this a few months ago. In its entirety, yeah. And you can check that out on YouTube or on our podcast app. So they can, they can have done the research themselves. Yeah, this know. book has also been out for thousands of years. So, and you're a pastor. Well, I meant, I meant, I meant for you guys. Oh, sure, sure yeah. you did. Yeah, I know the story. <laughs> so Naomi thinks that she is too far gone. Her path is set and there's just no way to change it. But with God, like we said, nothing is impossible. No story is irredeemable. No matter how bad it may look, no matter how bad it may seem, no person is beyond the hand of God. That's right. That's right. Even if you've been sojourning away in a distant land like Moab and living life like Elimelech. Elimelech, 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 Elimelech. Stop. Oh, sorry. It's really catchy. <laughs> yes. You are never, never too far gone. So we can look to the future with hope. And speaking of looking to the future, Ooh. I think we should play a game uh, that has nothing to do with the future. 
but does have some stuff to do with looking. Hey, there we go. <laughs> All right, so here's Smooth what we're going to do. transition. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And with that said, that was, right, that was, <laughs> that was right, right out of your book on that yeah. one. All right. So what I need... Can we have the lights up, please? I need four contestants that are going to join me on stage and are willing to look out into the crowd and search for things that I am looking for. I got one back there, Miss Brooklyn. We got two coming up. I got two here. I need... Oh, there, there's four right here. Is there four? We can do one. We can do one more. You can do one more? This, okay, this, come on, this, Brooklyn, come on. The, yeah, I'll take... And this guy up here, we'll take this guy up here too. Yeah, we're going to take a whole crew. <clears throat> well, not if you're going to give me a dirty look like that. No, come on up. Come on up. All right. All right. Here's what we're going to do. All right, so my contestants, you guys I need gonna you guys... You're going to run as fast as you can, Matt. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. Don't yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. Don't do yeah. it. Burpee challenge. Here we go. <laughs> all right. I need you guys all to face towards this lovely, lovely stash here. And I don't really need to give you a demonstration. And we got to, so, we have, we must ask you a question. Yeah. Let's all shave it for later. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> I'm a dad. <laughs> All right, so here's what we're going to do. If I pre-handed out some mustaches in the crowd. If you have bag sure. number one, make sure you got contestants you go. are facing the screen. All right, if you have bag number one, go ahead and apply your mustache. This one's a tough one. This is a tough one. Um, so what you guys so. are going to do, some, no, no, don't, don't look, don't look. So somebody is putting on a mustache right now who does not Looks have very a similar to this. Okay. And so you guys got to be the first one to find it. Okay, that's why you're looking this way. Sorry. All right, yep. And so as soon as you find it, you don't need to point to it. You don't need to say anything. Just turn back around to the screen. We're going to give you guys all kind of a chance to find it. We'll give you a little bit of time. Um, so once you find it, just turn back around to the screen. All right, are you guys ready? Are we good to See go? See if you can find it in the audience. Ready, set, go. Okay, find right. it. See if you can find I'm it. I'm looking. I don't even know where you... So last service, we... Uh, <laughs> last service, we had... A guy wearing a mustache, and it looked so legitimate. It looked real, and nobody could find it. It was, yeah. it was lovely. I don't know. Did you, you gave somebody a mustache right now? Like, I know, yeah. I'm not seeing. Yeah. yeah. Somebody start. Yeah, it's a black mustache. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there there is some Waldos in here. Yeah. There is some Waldos in here where you're like, is that it? That stash looks amazing. Right, if, you, if you know, you can start helping people out. This one's a tough one. All right, if you, if you are five feet from the stash, raise your hand. If you're within if you five found, feet of the statue, if oh, you found if you it, found up. it, turn around. If you found it, turn around. <laughs> oh, I see it. Oh, that's good. This one's, this one's tricky. This there one's you tricky. go. All right, all right. So on the count of three, you guys are going to turn around and point to the stash. One, two, three. All right, Very good. In stand the up corner. so everybody can see. Stand up. <laughs> Beautiful. Hey. All right. All right. All right, so go ahead and turn back around. We're going to do another round here. All right, you ready? All right, bag number two. Whoever I gave bag number two to, I can't remember who I did that to. Who's got number Who's two? Who's got number two? Number two? I think, check your bag. If I told you a number, maybe it was wrong. You got bag number two? Bag number two, check to see if I gave you the wrong baggie. Baggie. Oh. All right, here we go. We're, we've got it. We're good? This was Wesley's fault because I said the wrong thing. All right, ready, set, go. You got to keep your hands down. You find All it. All right. Turn around. Can, oh, as as nice. You find who? Nicely done. Yeah. Look at you. Oh, there we go. Two, three, four, five. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. So on the count of three, turn around and point to the stash. One, two, three. Yay. All right. Stand up. Let me see. Beautiful Yay. mustache. <laughs> All right. Back to the screen. Here we go. One more. This time we're going to do two mustaches. If you have bag three, 
and bag four. Go ahead and apply your mustache now, both three and four. So there's two mustaches out there now. Are you ready? Ready, set, go. Three mustaches, three mustaches, or excuse me, two mustaches, two yeah. mustaches. Find both of them. You gotta see both of them. I see both of them. You gotta see both of them. Mm. Oh, you already got you got the two? Nicely. Our undefeated. Nicely, our undefeated nicely done. Champ, Last two. Champ. Oh. oh. Do you need help? Keep looking. Keep looking. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Did you find them all? You guys got them? All right. All right. On the count of three, point to both the mustaches. One, two, three. Yeah. There you go. Stand up. Let me let everybody enjoy. Hey, those, those your, are beautiful mustaches. Burt Reynolds. <laughs> All right, let's give our contestants a round of applause. Good job, this guys. is the prize we have curated just for you guys. Good job. Yeah. You right. guys can have a seat. Thank you guys for thank be, you guys for playing. You guys did excellent. Be careful, job. be careful. Thanks yeah. for joining us. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Now it's time for another solid transition. Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready for I'm this? I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. So we switched spots. We, was, did. we did that last time. We did that too. last time crazy. too. <laughs> we did. This is yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. It's kind of like when you're talking to somebody and you gotta, like do the circle and you guys are in a group, you know, mm -hmm. and everybody just you just keep making circles. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, everybody did a good job looking. So, uh, I mean, we are kind of looking to the future here. New Year's seems like a logical time to do that, right? And that's where we are today. So, <clears throat> even if your goals today are a fabulous mustache, I mean, I think that's a fantastic goal. We're looking to the future, and luckily, this story does end hopeful. Uh, it started out a little rough. Nailed it. But let's go ahead and keep going. Yeah. Smooth as butter. Ruth chapter four. We're going to jump ahead in our, in our story of Ruth today. We're going to be at Ruth chapter four, th verse 13, if you're following along. So let me just fill you in on what's happened here. So Naomi and Ruth end up heading back to Bethlehem. Orpah ends up going back with her people. And when they're in Bethlehem, they meet a guy named Boaz. Um, and this guy named Boaz, um, meet is probably a little strong word, but they're reacquainted with a man named Boaz. And he shows mercy to them. Um, and then in, in the story, we kind of see um, the relationship between Ruth and Boaz form. And we pick up from there. In verse 13, so Boaz took Ruth and she became his wife. And he went into her and the Lord gave her conception and she bore a son. Then the woman said to Naomi, blessed be the Lord who has not left you this day without a redeemer and may his name be, name be renowned in Israel. He shall be with you, excuse me, he shall be to you a restorer of life and a nourisher of your old age for your daughter-in-law who loves you, who is more to you than seven sons has given birth to him. So you see, God takes Naomi's story and redeems it. Mm -hmm. And yes, it's true that Naomi and Elimelech. Elimelech, 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 Elimelech. Stop. Okay, sorry. Even though Naomi and Elimelech <laughs> disobey God and they take their family away from God's people and his presence, God actually never left them. And God takes this story, takes all of the brokenness of this story, takes all of the sorrow, all of the sadness, and he ends up turning it and blessing Naomi greatly. Yeah. And this brings us to our third and final point. God is not finished yet. So your story is still being written. And really 2024 does not have to be more of the same of 2023. Okay. God is in the business of, of restoring what has been broken. He loves to heal the hurts and the brokenhearted, to redeem the irredeemable and to make that which is dead new again. And so whether that's your marriage whether it's your relationship with your siblings or your parents, 
Uh, maybe that's your job. Maybe that's your finances. Maybe that's an addiction that you are struggling with. Whatever that may be, nothing is beyond the saving grace of God. Yeah, Naomi thought that, that God was done with her. And you might think that God is, is done with you. But remember, God took Naomi's broken situation and he breathed life into it. And he can do the same for each one of us. Our circumstances are never outside of God's loving kindness or his faithfulness. Remember what Paul says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. So what that means is if we love God and we worship him and we follow him, we will see that all along God has been with us and working all things together for our ultimate good and the glory of his name. Yeah, so this year... 2024, don't lose hope, don't lose heart, okay? If God is for you, he is not against you. And if God is for you, then who can be against you? That's really good news. Yes, and I, but I have to say, it's not just gonna be sunshines and roses all the time just because you believe in Jesus. Yeah, that would be great if that <laughs> yeah. were the case. Yes, yeah, and God can take away our problems sure. for sure, yeah. but oftentimes he doesn't. And I think the reason that he does do that is because it's in those trials, it's in those, in those burdens that we learn to trust in him more and, and less in, our, in ourselves. And it's also in, the, in those burdens and in those trials that we end up seeing the beauty in God and we begin to develop that deeper relationship with him. Yeah. And we can see that in our study this morning with Naomi because Naomi is still Naomi, right? Like her bitterness and her brokenheartedness uh, isn't gonna just disappear when she moves back to Israel. It doesn't start fading away just because she started heading back to Israel. Her heart is still broken. She's still grieving. She still has her own personal battles just like the rest of us. I mean, it's not like we get to drop off our baggage in 2023 and then move joyfully into 2024 just unencumbered. Yeah, I mean... For Naomi, we see that her fresh start actually started when she turned back to her first love, when she turned back to trusting in God and not trying to lead herself. In fact, we see that, that her, her life was beginning to be redeemed the moment she let God lead. Yeah, that's such good news for us. Like 2024 can maybe not be a fresh start, but it might be the start of our journey back to God. So one that, that most likely will not come without bumps or bruises, but one that will absolutely get us to where we need, which is a deeper and fuller relationship with God. Yeah, and just, just like in, with Naomi, when she turned back, she saw that God was with her all along yeah. and that he was able to work all of those broken pieces, all of that sorrow, and then create a really cool story. Yeah, which is kind of a bummer that we can't read the entire story of Ruth. Yes, so yes. It's a good one. But um, like we said, James did go through the whole message. Uh, you guys can check that out. And I mean, he, he may or may not have done a better job than us. Uh, we'll let you guys be the judge. Yeah. Go listen. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> okay. So uh, with that being said, I am though kind of confused a little bit. Oh yeah, about what? Well, this is Wesley and Brenton Ruin. Mm-hmm, yep, and? I'm, I'm Wesley, you're Brenton. Correct, yep. And we are ruining stories, but... I mean, what did we ruin? I mean, we ruined the story of Naomi. I mean, how, how, did, we, how did we ruin it, though? I mean, when you study Ruth, uh, the book of Ruth, oftentimes Naomi is not a focal point. The focus is always on Ruth or on Boaz or on their, their lineage. Naomi's just a side character here. Yeah, but her side character story arc is actually really cool. It is really cool, like Samson's was. Mm -hmm. Yes, just like before. But we can see that even in the side characters like Naomi, God is still with them. God still cares for them. He has not forgotten about them. It's not like it's just the, the Ruths and the Boazes of the world that matter to God. Everyone does, even if you are a Naomi of the world. Yeah. 
Well, I am happy to end 2023 on stage with you. So happy new year, Wesley. Yeah, thank you. And I wish you all the happiness of Naomi, but with none of the problems brought on by her husband, Elimelech. Elimelech, Elimelech, Elimelech. Okay, stop, stop. Stop, okay. Sorry. So how do you want to end not only our time together, but 2023? How about we pray? I like that. Yeah, let's do it. Lord, thank you for bringing us here together, Lord. What an honor it is for us to be here together as one church body. Lord, uh, Lord, it's such an honor for, for Brenton and I to be here together, Lord, um, to enjoy some fun, um, Lord, but, but truly dig into to your word, um, Lord, and, and better understand your relationship with us, Lord. Lord, and as we reflect back on the year, as we look back at 2023, Lord, um, Lord, help us see the the places that you've been at work in our life, Lord, the, the things that we have to be grateful for. Lord, many of us struggle with gratefulness. Uh, Lord, and, and help, us, help us look back and, and see all the things we truly have to be grateful for. Lord, and, and uh, sometimes we look back on a year, uh, it may just seem like a, a terrible year, Lord, that, that all seems to be lost, um, Lord, and, and that burden can be so heavy, Lord. But Lord, even still, even if even if if Everything was bad, Lord, and you do bless us greatly, Lord. We, we can look to your son on the cross, Lord. Thank you for sending your son to walk this earth among us, to, to take on the trials that we take on, Lord, and do it perfectly, Lord, without sin. Um, Lord, and, and live this life among us, that, that, and then we put him up on the cross, Lord, our sin, and he carried it. He took that willingly for the sake of us, Lord, because you love us. Um, Lord, and, and we thank you that, that you took all sin and death, you conquered it, Lord, and you offer that free gift of salvation to us, Lord. And in that alone, we can have hope and we can have joy and we can be grateful. Um, Lord, help us to see the other things we, we should be grateful for. Lord, help us look into 2024 for your guidance, Lord. We look to you for the next steps in our life, Lord. Help us, help us to trust in you. Lord, thank you again for this time together, Lord. What an honor it is for, for us to be here with Orchards Community Church, the entire church body. Uh, through your son, Lord, we are so thankful, and we pray. Amen. Amen. Church, as we always like to end our services, if you need prayer, if God is pulling at your heart, um, if you need to talk to somebody, whatever that looks like for you, go to the cross. We have people there would love to pray for you, to pray over you, pray with you. Um, otherwise, happy new year. So thankful for you all. Uh, God bless, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening. If you would like to give to our ministry, please check out our website at lewistonocc.org. And don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe to this podcast, as well as our YouTube channel. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram so you're always up to date with what's going on here at Orchards Community Church. Take care and God bless.